0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast, hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
1: Lord, Mount Calvary. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mount Calvary, it's so good to Hallelujah. be back in the house of the Lord one more time. Even though we're all at home, we're still in the house of the Lord because He's in our house. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's uh, go to the scripture real quick and then we're going to pray. Isaiah 46.4 says, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you isaiah 46 and 4 dear lord we thank you for being the i am we thank you for being yahweh we, which is another word for i am we thank you for being god and god all by yourself you don't need any help being god you've been god a very long time and god we know you're going to carry us through we know you're going to rescue us because god what you said when we call on your name you will deliver. So, Lord, help us today, darling Father. Let us lean and glean into your presence today, darling Father, in your Son Jesus. And cover the, uh, the minister, the pastor that will be bringing the word today, darling Father. Cover him and anoint him for your glory alone. Anoint us all for your glory and your glory alone, darling Father. In your name we pray, Amen. Amen. All the glory belongs to Jesus, all the glory belongs to him, all the glory belongs to Jesus. All the glory belongs to him. That perpetually say that. And then you don't have to worry about it. Why? Because he has it all under control because he gets the glory. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. All the glory belongs to you. All the glory belongs to you, oh God. Oh God. Thank you. All the glory belongs to you. All the glory belongs to you, oh God. Yeah, yeah. All the glory belongs to you. All the glory belongs to you, oh God. God. Come on, sing. All the glory, say. All the glory belongs to you. All the glory. All the glory belongs to you, oh God. One more time, one more time. All oh, the glory. All the glory belongs to you. All, of the, praise. Oh, All the glory belongs God. to you, oh God. One more time, one more time. All the glory, say. Hey, hey. All the glory, say. All the glory belongs to you, all of the amen lost take it you. out. Oh, hey, hey. And we say ha lay blue yup. Say ha le blue yup. Say ha le. Hey! Le- Uh, yeah All the glory, say. All the glory belongs to you. We give you the glory, all the glory belongs all right. to you. You alone, right. the glory. You alone deserve the honor. All the glory, say. All the glory belongs to you. Yeah. All the glory belongs to you. Oh God. One more time. One more time, say. All the glory, all the glory
0: belongs to
1: you. All of the, all
0: the glory belongs oh, to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we say, Ha, Le, Say, Ha, Say, Ha, yeah. Yeah. Say, Ha-ha. yeah, say
1: hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Vital- gram- hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
1: All the glory belongs to you, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, God. yeah. All the glory, say. All the glory
0: belongs to you. All of the, all the glory belongs to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the glory, say. All the glory belongs to you, yeah. All the glory belongs to you, oh.
1: All the, glory all the glory belongs to you, all the glory belongs to you, oh God. You are the main attraction, Jesus. We've come to see you, we want to see you. All the glory belongs to see you, all the glory belongs to you, oh God. Miracle signs and wonders. Miracle signs
0: wonder. All, All the glory belongs to you. the oh. you.
1: Open up your mouth and magnify the name of our God. He sits high and he looks low. Yeah, that means he's in it all. If he can sit high and look low, that means he sees it all. Yes, sir. He knows what's happened. He's made the day before it even started. That means he made the day before it even started. He knew what was going to happen before you woke up. So magnify Jesus
0: today. To the great, to the great, I am to the awesome ruler, the great redeemer, to the great, I am to the great. You're the great, you're the great
1: to worry without the Fret because he has it all in control. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being in control. Thank you, Lord, for being in control. Thank you, Lord, because you're the great I am. You know it, know it before we even started, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord. Thank you, Lord. I am weak. You have the strength. You always provide. You've yet to to, to stop providing. You're sustaining God. That's what your word says. You're sustaining. You will rescue us. Enough to give him praise. He's yet to change. Thank you, Lord. When we change, he's yet to change. Thank you, Lord. When we mess up, he yet to change. Thank you, Lord. the great I am.
0: I am you are. You are I am. You up for me. are the I am you are. You me, I am. So,
1: Where I'm weak, he is made strong. In my weakness, he's strong. I mean, he still gets the glory out of me, out of my weakness, out of my tiredness, out of my anger, out of my frustration. He still gets the glory because the Bible says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are unworthy of the glory that shall be revealed in us. He's the great I am. Come on, magnify Jesus in your home. He's an awesome ruler. The great Redeemer, I keep saying it because that's who he is. He's the I am, he's Yahweh. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
0: So you are, you are the great I am. You are, you are the great I am. You are, you are the great I am. You are, you are the glory.
1: I am you are, you are the great I am get the glory you are you are the great I am you are you are the great I am get the
0: glory you are you are the
1: great I am you are you are the great nation awesome Luna. great Redeemer. that's who you are
0: oh. yeah
2: The great I am. Hallelujah. Get the glory, Lord. Hallelujah.
0: You are, you are the great I
2: am. You are, you are the great I am.
0: You are, you are. are
2: You are, you are the great I am. You are, you are the great I am. Oh, you
0: are, you are the great
2: I am. You are, you are the great. I yeah, you are, you are the great
0: I am. You are, you are
2: the great I am. you are, you are the great I am. Oh, you are, you are the great I am. You are, you are the
0: great I yeah, am. you. Are great I am. You are, you are the great I am. You are, you are the great
2: Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yes, Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're so blessed to be in the house of the Lord today. We're so blessed to be in the house of the Lord today. And if you're watching, you can consider yourself in the house of the Lord as well. Hallelujah. We got one thing in common. We serve a God who specializes at being every place at the same time. So the same God here is the same God you are experiencing in your homes, and we're thankful hallelujah. Just right where you are, clap your hands and give God glory. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalm chapter one. Certainly we give honor to our pastor, Pastor Sam Winston Jr. in his absence. We honor the elect lady of the house, Lady Chanel. Psalm chapter 1, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates both day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither and what whatever he does shall prosper the ungodly are not so but are like the chaff which the wind drives away therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor the sin, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous for the Lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the ungodly shall perish the word of God for the people of God let's pray God, we thank you now for the word. Sanctify, oh God, that it pricked the hearts of those who need to hear it, both in person and via live stream. God, we thank you for such a time as this, that even in the midst of unrest, we can be thankful. God, we ask that you bless us and keep us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates both day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. But are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. God, we're so thankful to be in the house of God today. We're going to talk about, for a brief moment of time, our posture. I'm going to talk about our posture. I believe every now and then we need to take some time out to refocus uh, on some things because we get so busy uh, with everything that's going on that we forget that our posture in terms of our relation to the Lord is so crucial to our walk with life, walk in life. Let's discuss posture. However, not in its conventional sense. Typically, when we think about posture, we think of a physical stance, how someone may sit in a chair or how someone may stand, whether they stand up straight or slumped over. And based off what we can see with the eye, we determine that a person has either good posture or bad posture. And left unchecked, poor posture can permanently alter the shape of the spine, which compromises its ability to perform the full function for which it was created. But today I'd like for us to consider another type of posture. One that is not so easily recognizable by the eye. One that identifies our mental and our spiritual attitude or stance. But also one that if left unchecked can compromise our ability to perform as human beings at the full capacity for which we were created. All of us were created for something and there is too much at stake. And we cannot afford to jeopardize our future because we refuse to spiritually stand up straight. Dr. Martin Luther King once said that a man cannot ride your back unless it's bent. And from a spiritual perspective, there would be a lot of us that could get some monkeys off our backs if we would just spiritually stand up straight. So today I want to talk about three particular topics in terms of our posture. I want to talk about our path, our position, and our perspective. In relation to Psalm 1, let's first look at path. The Bible says that blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seats of the scornful. That's Psalm 1 and 1. First thing I want to acknowledge that we've got to watch whose advice we walk in. We cannot afford to take everybody's advice, especially if they would be considered the ungodly. Now, here's the thing that we have to acknowledge is that it does not say you cannot walk with the ungodly because as saved and as sanctified and as Holy Ghost filled as some of us might be, we still hang around some places, some things, and some people that would be considered ungodly. And at its foundation, it is saying that you must be strong enough in your walk with Christ to be the influencer and not the influenced. Because if you're saved and sanctified and filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost and you're hanging around the ungodly, if what you have inside of you is not strong enough to be the influence, sir, you will be influenced. And advice from the ungodly will take you down paths you have no business going down. Ungodly advice will have you thinking that left is right, right is wrong, and wrong is okay. We've got to watch whose advice we walk in. Secondly, we have to be careful not to exchange our blessings for crooked counsel. Blessings, God's favor, God's benefit, God's mercy. These are the blessings of God to his people. But ungodly counsel will cheat you out of your blessings. It will cheat you out of God's mercy. It will cheat you out of God's favor. It will cheat you out of God's benefit. And we cannot, hallelujah, come as far as we've come and be cheated out of the blessings of God because we want to accept crooked counsel. That is our path. Secondly, I want to talk about our position. Would somebody be so kind as to bring me a towel of some kind, please? There's one back here on the table. I want to talk about position. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 1 and 2. And in his law, he meditates both day and night. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Thank you. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates both day and night. A position is an attitude or a stance. There are some people who don't eat pork because that is their stance. That is their position. When you look at people from a political standpoint, you have people on one side of the aisle versus another because that is their stance. That is their position. You have people who feel a certain way about certain things because that is what their position is. It is a deep and internal conviction that cannot be swayed one way or another and that conviction is built on a foundation of not just teaching but personal experience. So it doesn't matter with what you are presented, your position is not changing. There are people who can present us with certain things but if that is not our position, it doesn't matter matter what we are presented with, our stance is not changing and your position in God will have you determine whether you can be changed or not. We've got to be positioned in the Lord's law. He says in Psalm 1 verses 2, verse 2 he says, but my delight is in the law of the Lord. I cannot take ungodly counsel because my position or my stance is in the law of God. My deep internal conviction far outweighs anything ungodly counsel can proposition me. My position in the Lord isn't just something I was taught. It is something I have had personal experience with. I have personal experiences with the benefits of being positioned in the law of God. I've been healed because I have been positioned in the law of God. I've been delivered because I've been positioned in the law of God. I've got peace because I've been positioned in the law of God. I have unmerited favor because I've been positioned in The law of God. Thank you, Jesus. And so it leads me to my daily meditation. Daily meditation is simply seeking the Lord's counsel in everything that we do. God, I want to hear from you. Thank you, Jesus. In everything that I do. I don't want to leave anything to chance. And. I I, I, I don't want to just leave anything up for anything at all. I need to acknowledge God in everything that I do and be patient enough to listen for his response. We've got to ask ourselves the question, how does the law of God affect my everyday decision? We must commit ourselves to learning the law of God. Consulting God more often will create an ability to discern good advice from bad advice. Consulting God about everything we acknowledge, everything we decide, everything that we want and everything that we do will give us the ability to grow our our muscle to discern good advice from bad advice. I'm almost done. We talked about path. We talked about position. Lastly, I want to talk about perspective. Psalm 1 and 3, that person is like a tree planted by the streams of water which yields fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither and whatever they do prospers. We've got to be in the right frame of mind. This is not perspective in relation to angle or height as some might believe. This is pers- uh, a perspective in relation to mindset. Your posture in God will determine your mindset about God. Your perspective of God can determine your proximity to God, which can determine your prosperity from God. And being like a tree, like the Bible says in Psalm 1 and 3, being like a tree planted by rivers of water means that there is never a time that the tree goes without what it needs to survive and thrive. And if you're rejoicing at home like I'm rejoicing on the inside, it's good to know that my proximity, my perspective, and my path with God, hallelujah, means that I will always have what I need to survive and thrive no matter what season I'm in. That's the type of behavior that those of us who don't mind following God can participate in. Being like a tree planted by the the rivers of water means that you will always have What you need in order to survive, you will always have what you need in order to thrive. It brings forth fruit in its season, and its leaf doesn't wither. You will bear fruit in the right season, and when it's not fruit-bearing season, you will still be full, because a tree that's blossoming in the springtime with no fruit can look productive even when it's not because it's in the right season imagine an apple tree in the dead of winter completely green and full it might look crazy because it looks like it's producing out of its season and that's the benefit where we rejoice because even though it might not be some of our seasons God will still allow us to prosper to bear fruit to be of good use Hallelujah. To be of service to others and then to do it all over again. And one thing I say all the time is that you cannot sow a seed and reap a harvest at the same time. And some of us have gotten discouraged because we feel like we've been sowing seeds, but we have not reaped any harvest. Don't worry because you can't do both of them at the same time. And for those of us that have planted seeds, you can rejoice because your harvest is here. Hallelujah. You can rejoice because your harvest is upon you. Let's look at permanent prosperity for just a moment. Permanent prosperity. The Bible says that whatever he does shall prosper. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yields fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do, prospers. Standing up for God, when you talk about having the right stance, standing up for God will provide permanent prosperity. The word whatever is so inclusive because its definitions mean anything that or no matter what or any one of a number of things and if we were to substitute whatever for one of those synonyms it means that whatever they do prospers. Or, no matter what they do, prospers. Or, any number of things that they do prospers. We've got to take into consideration that if our perspective and our stance and our proximity to God is where it ought to be, then everything that we do shall prosper. I cannot refocus without changing my posture. And it's time, saints of God, for us to spiritually stand up straight. I will not bow or bend one way or another because of my posture in God. I will not lean to the left or to the right because of my posture in God. I'm going to stand up for Christ just like he stood up for me. Jesus stood up for me at Calvary and standing up for Jesus in Dayton is the least I can do. He stood up for me when he answered the call of God. Who can redeem man from the hand of the enemy? He stood up for me when he was betrayed in the garden by a friend. He stood up for me when he stood up to Pontius Pilate before he was wrongfully accused. He stood up for me every time they drove a nail in his flesh. He stood up for me. He stood up for me when he hung his head on a cross and died for my sins. He stood up for me. The least I can do is acknowledge that he exists. The least I can do is tell somebody else that God is real. The least I can do is tell somebody that what God did for me, he can do for you too. He stood up for me when they placed him in a borrowed tube. He stood up for me when for three days he refused to get up. And ultimately... He stood up for me on that third day. He stood up for me when he got up for me. And so when we talk about refocusing, we've got to acknowledge that our path, hallelujah, our position, our perspective, our posture is what we owe God. And if you do nothing else this day, Express to yourself that I will stand up for Christ. It's time to exchange one posture for another. Come on, right where you are, let's pray. God, thank you. Hallelujah. For giving us the ability to stand up straight in Christ. God, the enemy has bent our backs. We've been bold too long. God, help us to stand up straight. thank you Jesus stand up straight in you God there is somebody watching someone listening right now in the name of Jesus God we thank you that needs to change their posture they need to refocus and God my prayer is that you give them everything that they need God turn them into the influencer and not the influenced Hallelujah. Give them, O oh God, authority in their spheres of influence to persuade those that might be ungodly to turn their lives to Christ. And God, with all that, hey, glory, with all that is within us, we'll stand up for you, God. And God, where we failed and faltered, oh God, we'll get back up again. Thank you, Jesus, with the understanding that there is benefit to following Christ God continue to bless us and keep us is our prayer and God will forever give your name glory and forever give your name praise in Jesus name hallelujah right now we we ask that you and we thank you rather for your continued generosity during this time we thank you, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for your people, the Mount Calvary Nation, that they have continued to be a blessing in their gifts and their offerings. I would like to remind you that you can give via GiveLafine. These are a couple of options that you have. You can give via GiveLafine. You can text to give. Or you can cash app. Or you can drive through the parking lot today until 12:30 and put your gifts in the hand of a deacon. Whatever's most convenient for you, whatever's easiest for you. We have made that available. Thank you to the Mount Calvary Nation. Thank you to Pastor Winston for such an opportunity as this. May the Lord continue to richly bless you. And if you're watching, and you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Let's take this time to do that. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. And if you might be watching and you are not saved, just consider accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believing in your heart. And if you do that, you shall be saved. A friend of mine says, it is as easy as ABC. Accept, believe, and confess. Thank you, Pastor Bradfield. Accept, believe, and confess. And if you do that right where you are, you shall be saved. Thank God for you. Hallelujah. And thank God for the Mount Calvary nation. Now unto him who was able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding great joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. And remember to follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. God bless you.